Welcome to our podcast, Redeemed, where we discuss what it means to live the redeemed Christian life and how that should affect the way that we live our everyday life. So thanks for joining us, and let's get to it. Uh, welcome back to another uh, episode of Redeemed. Uh, as we're progressing through the Exodus story, uh, the last time we talked, we talked about Moses and how he, yeah, his mother saved him, and uh, how he was beginning the process of growing up in Pharaoh's palace. Um, let's fast forward a little bit and uh, and uh, talk about a few things here. First of all, Moses grows up. Uh, they have an incident in uh, Egypt where Moses kills an, another Egyptian for beating one of the Israelites. If you've seen the Prince of Egypt or whatever, you probably understand how that works. Uh, and what does Moses do? He, he flees. Okay, he flees, uh, and he's in the backwoods of the backwoods at this point. Out the boonies. Yep, out the boonies. And uh, next time we pick him up, he is tending a flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, uh, the priest of Median. So he's out. He's take, he's a shepherd now at this point. So let's kind of let's kind of put this in perspective. So we have a prince of Egypt, okay? okay, okay, that ran away, and we have a shepherd now, which if I understand anything about the Bible, being a shepherd Very low. <laughs> was the lowest of the low. Yeah. Okay. There's, <laughs> I mean, as far as the standard goes, I don't think, I don't know what was below a shepherd, if anything was below a shepherd. I don't think there was. So, it kind of gives you an idea of how low this man had sunk, okay? Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not saying that what he did in Israel uh, probably wasn't justified for what the guy was doing to the Israelite. I'm not sure probably he should have handled it that way. I'm not sure killing the Egyptian was the answer. Probably a few other things we could have gone about. Mm -hmm. Once again, God used that to put Moses where he needed to be, all right? Right. And I believe with all my heart that Moses needed to be in the, in the backwoods of Midian taking care yep. of sheep. For what was about to come next. So we have Moses, and he's out taking care of uh, some sheep, and all of a sudden the Lord appears to him in flames of a fire from within a bush. Burning bush. The burning bush. I'm going to be honest with you, this is probably one of my most favorite stories when it comes to Moses. There are so many things that go through my mind as the situation unfolds. So, first of all, and I'm just kind of Want to try to kind of help paint this paint this picture because first of all you've got a shepherd who finds a bush that's on fire and the interesting part about this is the bush is not burning up yeah it's just staying on fire it's on fire mm -hmm. and when it says it's not burning up i assume that the leaves and everything are still on uh, i mean that, that's how <laughs> i always pictured it in my head yeah the way i pictured it so you got this bush it's got fire all over it but it's not burning up so, alarming. It would be alarming. Wait a minute. And I would definitely be investigating this. Yeah. And then when he approaches this bush, it starts talking to you. It starts talking to you. Also very alarming. Yeah. <laughs> it's alive. <laughs> I mean, immediately I'd be like, I, I, and this is where Moses amazes me. First of all, he just stands there. You know what I'm saying? I would have been like, okay, I'm out of here. First of all, it's on fire. Second of all, it's talking to me. I've gone crazy. I'm out of here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I, gotta, I need a nap. <laughs> but he doesn't. He stands there. And you have this uh, 
this conversation that happens between uh, Moses and God. And what we begin to understand is, is that God is now in the process of calling Moses to the job that he has for him. And we're not talking about a job such as, uh, hey, I need you to go clean the pig, the pig pen today or uh, the house needs to be swept or something like that. No, he wants Moses to go to Egypt and to lead his people out of Egypt. So he's supposed to go be the savior for the Israelites. Yeah. Of course, with God's help. Of course. Okay, but we haven't got to that point yet. No. Because first of all, as you're reading this story, Moses doesn't really want to go. And that's why Moses is relatable. <laughs> so God's telling him, hey, Moses, you need to go. I want you to go, and I want you to uh, talk to Pharaoh, and I want you to tell him to let my people go. Now, if you were in that same position, and you have a bush that's on fire, you have a voice that's, calling, that's talking to you, and it says, I want you to go to Israel, and or go to Egypt, and tell the Pharaoh, let my people go. What would be your first response, Michael? Well, it's easy to say my first response would be, okay. <laughs> but I know me. And I think my first response would have been uh, much like Moses's. Mm-hmm. Eh. Why me? Yeah. <laughs> Why me, Lord? You got you, there's way better candidates than me. Uh-huh. That kinda unfortunately that probably would have been my first response as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm a realist. True, true. I, I, okay, I'll follow on that. But the fact that he's having an argument. With a bush. With a bush. <laughs> with the him. God of the universe. Yep. Explaining to God that he doesn't think he's good enough for the job. Important to recognize that he does recognize this voice as God. Yes, absolutely he does. He yep. knows it's God. He knows he is talking to God right now. Yeah. Matter of fact, he's arguing with God. Yeah. The creator of the universe. <laughs> the universe. Okay? Yeah. He's arguing with him, saying, I know, I know, Lord, you don't know it. I just I have got I just can't do this. Got the wrong guy. I, I don't know about you, but I don't think God makes that kind of mistakes. No. Nope, he's proven time and time again he does not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's got a job he wants Moses to do. He's calling Moses to this job, and Moses is arguing with him. Yeah. Once again, this makes Moses relatable. Because <laughs> yeah. there are many times I believe that I have done the same thing with God. God's like, you know, Asa, I want you to do this. And I'm like, whoa, 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 back up. Hold on. I don't want I think you delivered this message to the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. You need to go two houses down to Michael's house, because that's the guy you need to talk to. Okay. Because I'm not cut out for this. And that's kind of what he does. He says, Lord, I'm not a good talker. Yep. Good speaker. Okay? And so God says, okay, what? Here we'll do. Uh, you don't have to talk. We'll send your brother. Is it your brother? Yep. Brother Aaron with you to uh, to speak for you. Yep. Do all the talking. Which, if I had been Moses' brother, I would have been a little upset. Great. Now, you got me roped in my ass, okay? So bad. <laughs> I was sitting here minding my business. And so now I've got to go to Egypt. I've got to go all the way to Egypt, and now I have to talk to Pharaoh. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because you didn't want to. Because uh-huh. <laughs> you didn't want to. Okay? I would have liked Aaron's perspective on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a lot of ways I see that conversation yeah. going down. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got to do what? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, Bush told you this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the fact that Aaron went along with that is pretty yeah. impressive, too. It's like, all yeah. right, let's go. Yeah, exactly. And as this, and as this, uh, this conversation progresses, uh, you can see the Lord is kind of getting a little more and a little more frustrated. Oh, yeah. And the Lord uses one of the most incredible lines, uh, I probably, the, or at least I think in the, entire, uh, in the entire Bible, to describe who he is. 
He says, I am who I am. Yeah, that's not a human answer. Mm-mm. Not no, close. No humans throwing that out there. No. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything when a human says it. Exactly, that's what I mean. The God of the universe says it. It just doesn't, doesn't resonate. Right. But when the God of the universe says, I am who I am, <laughs> it's like that just sends chills down my, my spine. <laughs> I am who I am. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no beginning. There's no end here. He just, mm-hmm. I am that yeah. I am. I, I am, dude. <laughs> I am. There is, there's, there's uh-huh. nothing else. I am. Yeah. If you haven't figured it out, Moses, I am, start walking. <laughs> yeah. Go get Aaron. Uh-huh. <laughs> And at that point, it seems that the conversation kind of starts to shift. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, Moses is understanding the the uh, essence of what he's fixing to have to do. And that God is pretty much done arguing at this point. Now, God does a few things to help him out. Like we just said, he sent Aaron yep. with him. Uh, he sends him with a couple signs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Sends him uh, the stash, uh, right? Yeah, he does the staff. Yep. He yeah, does yep. the leprosy. Which... I would have freaked out a lot more at the leprosy <laughs> than I would have at the staff turning into a snake. Okay, like I mean, I get it. You throw the staff on the ground. One minute you got a staff in your hand, next minute there's a snake on the ground. That's freaking me out. Okay, I get it. But if I stick my hand in my cloak, I pull it back out, and all of a sudden, oh wow, I'm a leper. <laughs> I would have had more of a reaction than Moses did. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's kind of a personal thing for me. Mm-hmm. I always think about that every time I read this passage. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't yeah. doesn't mention anything about Moses having a reaction like, to a leper. And I am not gonna lie, cool. if I had pulled my hand out and had a leprosy all over, I'd be trying to stick back in there as quick as possible see if I go back in the room. And then, you know, the, the fact that Moses had to reach down and grab this grab the snake. Yeah, no. That's <laughs> now free <laughs> in Egypt now. Like that's now just a part of the terrain that snake is. We do? We're gonna get a new staff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, because I'm not grabbing. Stop picking up that snake. <laughs> but he does. He does. He picks it back up, and uh, it becomes staff again. And uh, Moses, then, after all this conversation is done, after all this has taken place, and like I said, it is is it is an extremely interesting um, uh, transaction that happens between God and Moses. And how the Lord basically convinces Moses that he's chosen him for this job and says that you have to go do this. And from that moment on, uh, Moses really does become the leader of the Israelites. It's amazing what he does for them. Now, it's going to take him a while because he's got to uh, convince Pharaoh to let him go. And the Lord is the Lord is trying to work something there so that when the Israelites leave, there is no doubt that it is God who is leading them out of Israel or out of Egypt. Does that make sense? Right. Moses didn't do it. The Lord did it. Mm-hmm. And so that's important to understand. But we'll get to that at, at uh, on our next one. But what we need to understand here is that sometimes the Lord calls us to do a job. And sometimes we can be like the relatable Moses and sit there and argue with God saying, no, Lord, you've got it wrong. I'm not the one that's for this. We need to remember that line. I am that I am. Lord doesn't make mistakes. No. And if he's called you to do a job as a redeemed Christian, you better do that job. He's got the right guy. He does. He knows you better than you know yourself. And I believe with all my heart, he would not have given Moses the job if he didn't think Moses could do it. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe the same is true with us. If he gives you a job, he knows you can do it. And I'm going to be honest with you. 
the people that don't do what he says, it doesn't usually turn out very well for. No, you did eat by a whale. <laughs> a man and a whale in a belly for three nights kind of rings a bell in my, in my mind. Yep. So you're better off to just do what he asks you to do and just understand that he's called you for that job. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's amazing what he can do through Moses once Moses is on board. Yeah. I mean, these plagues and things that are fixing to take place after this are just an ultimate work of God. Okay. Yes. Man, uh, our uh, our technical person over here is making a very crumpled face. Yeah, producer is making a very crumpled face over there about some of these plagues. <laughs> I just, I don't like the, the river of blood. Like just the smell of the river mm-hmm. of just like, oh, that's disgusting. And that was the first plague. That was the first one. That's just the first one. That yeah. was only the first one. <laughs> yeah, that's only the first one. And it, it, it gets it gets nastier it's from worse. there. Frogs and gnats and everything else. So it gets worse. Spoiler alert. Yeah. That's a teaser for next week. Teaser. <laughs> and we'll talk about more about those because because we're going to look at some of uh, of our crew's here's favorite plagues, if you will. Mm-hmm. Favorite's probably not the best word for it, but <laughs> but the ones that intrigue us the most. There you go. I like that better. But what we need to understand from this particular passage of Scripture is that when the Lord gives you a job, make sure you do that job. Try not to argue. You know what I'm saying? Because he is the God of the universe. Mm-hmm. If he's chosen you, he knows what he's doing. Just do what he says. And it's going to go a lot smoother. If you yep. Do. And do the job to the best of your abilities. Absolutely. Don't do it halfway. Do it all the way. And uh, do it exactly how he tells you to do it. And you would be amazed at what the Lord can do through you. Thanks for joining us. And remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook. And the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastkelsobaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.